Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from 2 Thessalonians, the first chapter. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We must always give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, as is right because your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. Therefore, we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith during all your persecutions and the afflictions that you are enduring. This is evidence of the righteous judgment of God and is intended to make you worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are also suffering. For it is indeed just of God to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to give relief to the afflicted as well as to us. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven, with his mighty angels, in a flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. These will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction, separated from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might, when he comes to be glorified by his saints and to be marveled at on that day among all who have believed, because our testimony to you was believed. To this end, we always pray for you, asking that our God will make you worthy of his call and will fulfill by his power every good resolve and work of faith, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. What makes a teacher really proud of a former student? One who clearly learned from them continues to grow? That's where I think Paul is today in the reading from 2 Thessalonians. Some say that the Thessalonians corresponded with Paul to say that they were afraid that their faith was going to buckle under persecution. They had self-doubts. Paul's response is not to punish or push them away, but to hold up their virtues and achievements in a way to encourage them. Let's just look at two verses verses 3 and 4. Greek letters of the time included a thanksgiving section. And here, Paul does that, but he says he has to give thanks. He's bound to do it. He says, we must always give thanks to God for you. Paul starts by giving thanks for their faith. He's like a proud teacher. He says to them that he is thankful because your faith is growing abundantly. They are progressing perhaps from living faith as a hypothesis to living it with certainty. Another step in the direction is standing fast in hard times. We all face them and we can push God away or we can hold tighter. The latter is an exercise in faith that strengthens us. St. John Chrysostom in the fourth century says of this particular verse, It is a great thing for faith to be solidly established and not to be carried away by some sophistry. 
when the winds assail us, when the rains burst upon us, when a violent storm is raised on every side and the waves follow upon one another. That fact that we are not shaken is proof that faith grows, grows abundantly, and becomes more exalted. This is an encouragement to me today as we face hard times. Lean into our faith and stand fast. The other encouragement Paul gives is to express his thankfulness that they are growing in love for one another. He says the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. This love leads to serving one another. Perhaps it begins as a recognition that Christ calls us to serve one another, and we do so initially from obligation. But in time, we see that serving one another has its own blessing for us. We progress. It reminds me of the progress and love articulated by St. Bernard of Clairvaux in the 12th century. He talked about the four degrees of love. He said the first degree is that we love ourselves because we have this inherent selfishness or narcissistic thing in us. Then, second, we learn to love God for what he can do for us. After we've done that for a bit, the third degree, having experienced God, we learn to love him for who he is. Finally, although rarely achieved, he says, some will get to the place where they love themselves because God loves us. Are we leaning into love or recoiling as we face trials? I've done both at different times. Yet I'm convinced that the more we practice love, the more we lean into it, the more we are drawn into the very essence of love itself, and we grow. Finally, St. Paul says in verse 4, Therefore we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith during all your persecutions and the afflictions that you are enduring. The word used for steadfastness in our translation is more than just enduring. It's a kind of mastering. William Barclay, the biblical commentator, says of this idea, he says, it accepts the blows of life, but in accepting them, transforms them into stepping stones to new achievement. It's a form of mastering. St. Paul gives an encouraging word to the Thessalonians as they face hard times. I think it's a word for us too as we face challenges today. I want to end by reading those two verses again, but this time in the message translation. You need to know, friends, that thanking God over and over for you is not only a pleasure, it's a must. We have to do it. Your faith is growing phenomenally. Your love for each other is developing wonderfully. Why, it's only right that we give thanks. We're so proud of you. You're so steady and determined in your faith despite all the hard times that have come down on you. We tell everyone we meet in the churches all about you. Let us pray. Gracious God, bless us and help us to grow in faith and love. Amen. Now let's say the Our Father together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you. We may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.